Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is episode number 196. Yes, it is another episode from yesterday, but recorded the following day. So I'm getting in a habit of this, and I don't like this habit. I really do want to do the podcast each day before the day ends, or maybe a few minutes after midnight, but I want it to be a daily podcast and not really bleed over into the next day. But life and circumstances do sometimes intervene, and uh, that's where I am today. And I'll tell you about why I am recording yesterday's today in just a moment. I'm also recording from a different location. Um, I've recorded before in a car, and I'm not driving. Don't worry. I'm parked. But um, I am uh, in a rental car, which is kind of interesting. No, nothing is terribly wrong with my car. Um, I did bash the mirror on the side, um, backing out of the garage. Uh, fortunately, it's the left side, the side that doesn't have the, the camera, the side camera on it. Uh, so it is a little less expensive, quite a bit less expensive, they said, than having to replace the camera side. But they couldn't uh, fix it today when I took it in this morning. So they've given me a rental car and it's an even nicer car. So I'm kind of enjoying sitting in the car and um, looking out at some green space and um, nice day. It's good to be here with you. So I'm going to record today's pod yesterday, and I will record later on today about today. So so yesterday, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I was pretty sure very early in the day, I had my God presence moment, because it was a clear God presence moment. Now, I have to mention this, not as my main one, because there was a more significant main one that followed, but... Um, I knew that it was a God presence moment when I walked into mass at nine o'clock, a couple minutes late, but not too late, and um, heard the song, Be Not Afraid, being sung. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, things have been a little bit stressful, a little bit un- changes, things happening where I need to look at my recovery and I need to become more engaged really in my own life. I've been distracted in a lot lately and that has to end and it has ended over the last few days. And you know, when change happens, it's kind of scary. And hearing that song was just a reminder that God is there and that I am not alone in this. And, And I haven't felt alone over the last few days. And For that, I am tremendously grateful, but that song was a reminder of that. So thank you for that, God. My three related God presence moments, though, were all involving male bonding. And I don't like to use that term, male bonding, but I I do have a greater appreciation for that because there was a report, I think it was on NPR or podcast or something um, not too long ago. I think it was some kind of a report that came out, a study, a survey, etc., that really talked about how adult men, especially middle-aged men like myself, really don't have a lot of friends and male friends. That generally they have female friends, spouses, partners, um, female friends, non-romantic female friends in some, in some cases, but they don't have a lot of male friends. And especially not male friends, that they can really be be honest, be emotionally honest, be emotionally intimate with and, and do enjoyable things that aren't self-destructive things. You know, there's probably a lot of guys who drink, 
heavily or drink frequently and they have a lot of drinking buddies and you know, the challenges if you, or, or they have, they do activities and they have male buddies through those activities, but maybe they're not doing the second things, you know, talking at a, at a deeper, more honest, emotional level. But yesterday I was grateful for three moments, enjoyable moments, fun moments, good moments where I was able to connect in different ways with different men of different ages, quite honestly. The first one was the World Cup final game. Of course, you knew if you're a regular listener and my love of the World Cup and how wonderful the last, what, 32, 31 days have been, um, you knew I'd be watching the game. And I'm not going to say much about how the game was because I'm biased, but even soccer podcast experts that I've been listening to since the game ended yesterday have all said it was fantastic. The whole tournament was amazing. It was great. This was a memorable point in my four-year cycle. And um, yesterday's watching the end of it was 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 a, a great way to do it. I wanted to watch with others and, and I ended up watching in a unique way. I didn't want to go out to a bar or a pub or something like that and have to pay a lot of money because quite frankly, after the vacation that I just completed, there isn't a lot of money that could be just spent freely doing something like that. But my brother-in-law, who has been a soccer buddy of mine and um, who I've gotten to know through different sports and activities, um, and, and he invited me over to his place. And he had a, a friend come over about, about his age. My brother-in-law is a few years younger than me, this Romanian friend who's also a soccer fan. And, and the three of us just really connected and enjoyed the time together. And what was really kind of special about it was my brother-in-law has rigged this thing where he uh, sets a sheet up outside of his uh, house in the backyard in the patio and he uses an LCD projector. And so we watched it al fresco, which was kind of cool and um, most enjoyable. The weather kind of cooperated. It was warm, but not too sunny and dry, no rain and just, just a really, really memorable time. And um, I am grateful for that. And we'll remember that for four years until the next time the cup rolls around, um, which FYI, if you don't know this, it is true. I looked it up. It is going to be in November of 2022. So because of being in Qatar and the heat in the summer, it will be from about, I think, November 14th to, I think, December 17th or 18th. So mark your calendar now. The second male bonding time was with a program recovery 12-step friend who I've connected with after meetings, but chatting with someone after a meeting is not the same as mindfully, intentionally getting together with them. And um, I did with this individual. I've always felt that he and I had had a connection in, in various ways. He's about 10 years older than me. Um, so it's not necessarily an age connection, but it's just a, an experience, a life, a, a history. And now we have a, uh, some other connections that we discovered. And, and um, so we went out for coffee yesterday and it was really wonderful. Um, we, we talked, I was able to be honest with him and um, I think it's something we'll do again. And he's an active guy, so maybe we'll do some walking together or some sports or, or something. So just really grateful for that. And whenever I do something like this, it's just a reminder that um, it, it's so valuable and so important and, and so easy to do. You just make the time, you find the place and you do it. And I need to do more of that. And then the third one um, was with my son, who is a male. And um, he has wanted me to watch two movies 
that I have not seen either of them. One is quite older. One is quite new. Um, and so we watched the newer one last night. And the one I really wanted to see the most, which was Blade Runner uh, 2049, I think is the title. I think that's the year. And um, I, we, he and I had just recently watched the first Blade Runner together, which I had never seen in its entirety. So that was kind of neat. Um, but we watched 2049, and it was it was really interesting. And I can't say that it was I was amazed or blown away, or it was the best movie I've ever seen. But it, it, there was a lot there. And what I like about watching movies with my son, even though we we you know he's he's kind of a purist. We can't talk during it. He he's funny. He says I can't stop during it. We got to start the movie and finish the movie, which uh, that makes sense. I get that. You know, you don't go to a theater and then leave and come back to a theater and you know, pick up the second half of the movie. So I, I get the idea of continuity, but um, we, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. So so my hope is, is that today we'll get a moment to walk and, and we'll be able to have a conversation about it. And I've wanted to do that with him, with podcasts or novels, but we haven't really done that. So um, I think maybe movies is a way to do it. He's um, kind of a budding film critic, I think. Um, has definitely an interest in movies, and um, I think um, this might be a connection that, that he and I um, form, pairing the movie with the conversation, the discussion, the walking, um, which is a very good thing for both of us to do. So again, I um, stayed up late last night. The movie didn't end until about 1 o'clock, so that's why I didn't record last night. But but I um, And then this morning has been busy. I've wanted to record so far, but this is the first chance I've had to sit and, and do that. So I guess um, um, my question for for you is, um, where have you or how do you experience God's presence in bonding, whether it's um, female bonding, if if you're a woman, male bonding, if if you're a man, cross gender bonding, if you know, with the opposite sex in a in a um, in in just a a non-romantic sort of way. Um, how do you experience that? Where do you experience that? Um, if you're not experiencing enough of it for your benefit right now, how could you do more of that? What could you do to commit to doing more of that? And how do you experience God's presence in the midst of that? What does that reveal to you about God, the value of connecting with someone on a on a in, a, in an intimate and on a um, emotionally intimate and uh, um, um, enjoyable level? So, as always, this is Rick, and uh, thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.